Okay, we're diving straight in for a new game. Oh, wow. Shit. Okay. I wasn't prepared. New game. All right. Uh, it's called What the Howard. It's very similar to What the Russ, but it's not about Russ. Is it's it about, about Clint Howard? It's about Howard. Uh, no. So Howard is the name that I am describing. Uh, somebody I've talked to on the podcast, about on the podcast before. Okay. Uh, he... My friend that I, my best friend that I grew up with, I've told this. What stories have I told about him? Uh, I told stories about us watching Weekend at Bernie's and rewinding it over and over and watching the boobies. Mm-hmm. Um, told the story about playing baseball in the yard and his sister throwing the ball at the tree and saying I was out and then me crying and going home. Okay, uh, yes, I remember that. <laughs> those type of stories. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Howard is the guy that was was neighbors two doors down. And uh, best friends from four to seven, sixth grade. Okay. So we're playing What the Howard. Okay. All right. So three things. So you got in contact with him to, yeah. to figure so, these so you, out? So, well, you'll, you'll see. Or your line. Okay. So, well. so th- three things about Howard, okay? And you have to decide mm-hmm. which one's true. Okay. Is this, in, is this in response to... Uh, how well I deconstructed Russ's thought process last yeah, time. Actually, yes, because I wanted to talk about this. Well, this is going to come up, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, I kind of like how good he. Yeah, so that's exactly what it is. It's like I'm now. I'm just grabbing for anything I can find. All right. Okay. So three options. One. Yeah. Let's let's just say like he was your neighbor, and I knew you through school. Mm-hmm. Even though you know I went to your house once or twice. Uh, I don't know who Howard is. Okay. So the audience knows as much about Howard as I do. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Okay. Uh, so three things. Ready? Mm-hmm. What the Howard? One, option one, uh, Howard just died of a heroin overdose. Okay. Okay. Option two, I recently ran into Howard, and he is currently transitioning. Okay. Uh, and I don't want to say a name because that would give up his name. Her name, real name. It's like Christine or Chris or Kristen. So I should I should have had a plan. Three. <laughs> yes. For Howard. Uh, is that I also ran into him and he is going to be here on the podcast in about a half hour. And I thought you'd be less mad if I made it a game <laughs> uh, <laughs> to drop that on you because you don't like surprises or, or me deciding things on the podcast without you so uh, okay. those are my three feel free to ask whatever questions you would like about uh, howard okay uh so let's go with option three let's let's okay. talk about option three for option a second three, okay do you really like do you really think that i get angry no angry is the wrong word yeah a- angry is the wrong word i tried to backtrack yeah. from that angry is the wrong word uh i would I would say uh, uh, professionally annoyed. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that's that's interesting because we just talked off mic about how I might make you professionally annoyed here in a few weeks. I don't think that's true. I think yeah. you, you – no, I don't think – I don't think you did. But it you, might make me professionally you, annoyed. Well, yeah, but, you pro- <laughs> but you brought it up to me prior yeah. and threw it by me, mm-hmm. and that's why I didn't want – I felt like we could – like. As annoyed as you are, you can just be annoyed on Mike, and then it becomes yeah. a bit. Yeah. So that's. Uh, let's see. 
I'm going to hope that it's not number one, even though I giggled out of the shock value. <laughs> okay. Uh, Which might have been the point. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, the way that I don't, I don't know, because I don't even know who this person is. Mm-hmm. And the way you said Chris Christine made me think that you just outed the person and that like was their name no 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 i'm making the point howard is uh, nobody's actually named howard okay (laughs) so except howard the duck yeah yeah i almost did howard the duck with uh garbage pail kids for our alien movies and then i didn't know if it was i thought it might be too bad (laughs) you could have done hobgoblins and howard the duck and then it would have been fun Mm -hmm. maybe instead you went with I still a think terrible, garbage. terrible Let's, movie. Why are we still talking about this? Okay, so, <laughs> all right, so so Howard isn't her name. Chris Chris Christina isn't. I'm saying if I gave you mm-hmm. the name that she has chosen for herself, yes. it would give away uh, what her name used to be. Okay, would so, she identified as male? All right. Uh, so here we go. I'm gonna guess that it's number three. Uh, so my best friend growing up just died of a heroin overdose. Are you serious? I swear to God. Why did you make that a game? <laughs> Why the fuck did you make that a game? Because that's how I Why? deal with death. Okay. <laughs> that's fine for you yeah. to deal with death in that way. Yeah. But then you thrust that upon me. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What the rust, man? <laughs> what the actual <laughs> rust? That just turned into it. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, fuck, man. So yeah, so that's that's what I got this week. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you grew up in the country, so you'd think it would be meth. Yeah, you'd think. But uh, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know. I just assume that's what it is. Mm. That sucks. Yeah. So. There this you is go. fun. <laughs> We're having fun now. No, this is this isn't a. That's me like having something going on in my life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we obviously talk about what goes on in our life. That's the other part of this thing. Yeah. And uh, so trying to spice it up a little bit. Yeah. Did you want? Do you want to know what I was going to bring to the table? What's that? Uh, I just realized that I walk into your house. I don't knock. Mm-hmm. I don't even do that at my mom's house. Mm-hmm. That's what I brought to the table. That was my fun <laughs> thought. Not, uh, yeah, my friend died of a heroin overdose. Yeah. Also, other things. Well, so here, here's, like, uh, I hadn't, I had seen him once in literally like 25 years. Mm-hmm. And it was at my mom's funeral, which was super cool of him to come to. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Especially because it sounded like he has some shit going on. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, I don't know, it just, like. I can't say it's not going to affect my day to day life, but yeah. at the same time, you have anything like that happen. Even if you, you only met the person a couple times, like mm-hmm. you think back to the interactions, and we grew up together, you know, so there's lots and lots of that. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. This is, this is going to sound like a weird question. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you ever hear that, like, a celebrity died or, like, a semi celebrity, and, like, it, like, hurts you? Like you knew that person, like that you like you just lost someone. Sure, because incredibly I think, close to you. Yeah, sure, because I think I had more. I thought more, and I Philip Seymour Hoffman had more of an impact on my life day to day than than this guy did. Yeah, any you know does it, I don't know. Not taking anything away, I just right. mean 
I'm, I'm acknowledging your point. So yes. Right. Like, um, when I was 18, like, uh, my uncle died and it sucked and it was terrible for my family, but I, I didn't really know him. He, I, he wasn't really involved in my life, uh, except in the bad ways where he kind of destroyed our family. So like finding out that the guy who played boner on growing pains died, like killed himself. That affected me way more <laughs> than my actual uncle dying. And that's a weird fucked up thought to think about. Yeah. I think you've said that before and it obviously bothers you and I get it. Yeah. But, uh, no, I totally get it. The other thing that I feel bad about at times, like there's a comedian that just committed suicide. Cody yeah, Stevens. Bodie, Bodie Stevens. That's uh, actually what brought it up. I don't know him. Do you need another water? You just down that like I did. I did. I will, I'll get one later. Okay. Uh, so uh, I don't know him at all. Mm-hmm. And then I feel guilty for not knowing him. <laughs> like, and yeah. it could be, it could be somebody that I have no interest in, right? Like mm-hmm. it could be the, the most proficient anime artist in yeah. Germany and I find out that they die and I'm like oh I didn't appreciate their work when they were alive <laughs> yeah uh Brody Stevens like all, all I I never really watched the stand-up he had a show on Comedy Central called enjoy it and that was great I really enjoyed that he just seemed like a weird happy dude and apparently he was dude that's that what was comedians all are comedians are not happy like yeah totally putting people in a, in a generality sure but that's they're, they're not happy people that's what right. they do like they just mask it mm-hmm. what, what did i do i started off like genuine <laughs> empty emotion or yeah. bad emotions with with making a joke you yeah. know that's what that's what you do mm-hmm. when you, <laughs> yeah when you try not to deal with feelings that's how you do it or genuinely how you deal with feelings yeah no i think it is i think i told you after my mom died i was listening to uh a nerd centered podcast <laughs> you can you, you know like, i know i'm joking that was the joke that was the joke because i was not saying nerdist so i was listening to that and hardwick and bob saget were both talking about their dead parents mm-hmm. they just had lost a parent and they were just going back and forth and stuff and it made me feel better like they were talking about how like bob saget said when his mom died like they didn't get any ice for the buffet they just put the the shrimp in her hands and put the cocktail sauce in her mouth <laughs> And, like, they're just going back and forth making the most horrible jokes or whatever. And that's exactly what I was doing at that exact time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like I told you, like, when uh, my dad and I, like, high-fived at one point or whatever, you know? And it was uh, it's just how I think I deal for real. Yeah. Uh, one more thing before we move away from overdoses. <laughs> I, I So I found myself thinking, like, uh, obviously him and I chose totally different paths, to go mm-hmm. uh but it's kind of funny when i can break it down to like i know the minute i know the the time frame that that why happened that we like each went mm-hmm. and it's one thing in particular <laughs> insane clown posse I, I was about to say i bet it's a band it was insane clown posse that he was like he showed, like had this shirt and was like, I'm really loving this band. And I'm like, you and I are not meant for each other. And, and you know, 
didn't didn't break up, but you, yeah. know, you know how friendships. He just, was like just, yes, and you were like no, and you shook hands and walked away. Exactly, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. It was insane clown posse. That's the moment in our friendship in like sixth grade, seventh grade. Like if you plot that out, that's probably when Great Malenko came out. Right, that was their first album. I think that was their first big album. Yeah. Okay, so that when that was their breakout one, right? Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you, look at that release date, and you look at the division of Russ and Howard's <laughs> friendship. It ties directly to the release of that album and when you could buy their T-shirts in Walmart. Wow. Uh, yeah. So that's my fun-filled week. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Follow <Cool>. that. <laughs> I threw up yesterday. You did? Yeah. Uh, how? What kind of thrower-upper are you? There's like casual pukers mm-hmm. that like, oh, I ate too much. I'm going to go puke and then you feel better. Myself? When I puke, I know that I'm going to puke for hours leading up to it. And once I do puke, first of all, when I'm puking, I scream at the top of my lungs. (laughs) I cannot help it. I literally just have my mouth hanging open and I'm screaming. Like the retching or like when you're not retching, you're screaming and then you start retching? No, no, no. It's like as the puke is coming out, I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) Like. I don't throw up often, maybe once a year, but I remember the first time my oldest son heard me puke. He was like, what's daddy doing? I can hear him outside the bathroom because I'm just going, like screaming. I can't help it. So you throw up like Team America World Police, basically. Probably. I don't remember specifically. Uh, But also then I have to recuperate the entire day from throwing up once. It's an all day affair for me. So what type of puker are you? Uh, So... I I don't know. I think yesterday was a new, because normally I'm just a, but yesterday I was making some fucked up noises, like like when I would retch, it would there would be like screeching, and moaning, <laughs> <laughs> like involuntarily. Yeah, the, the the sounds of of vomiting and sex are very close to yeah. one another. Uh, Sometimes you hear them both at the same time. <laughs> But uh, if you're in Germany or something, Ugh. you ever watch that video I sent you? No. Also, <laughs> uh, so I threw up twice. Well, the first time I just it was like a wet dry heave where maybe I got a little bit of bile and that was it. Uh, and then the second time was like actual stomach contents came up, and like from that point on, I felt better. But uh, both times, like as I'm retching, like my nose started bleeding like the left nostril started bleeding and then as soon as i was done retching it like was done it dried up both times it's super weird i guess my body is just like trying to kill me i think yeah well well you've said before would you expel liquids you expel a lot yes like you're true. Just, it just does everything yeah you're, you're sweating you're sneezing you're crying all at the same time mm-hmm. yeah uh in high school, I worked at a restaurant, and I like used. To, I was there by myself, like vacuuming and doing the janitorial stuff mm-hmm. late at night. And I was. It was one of those days, like I'm gonna puke at some point. I'm gonna puke, and it finally started to happen when I was vacuuming. So I had to run and get a bus tub. So I'm standing in the middle of the restaurant, vomiting into this bus <laughs> tub, and I just went and ran it through the dishwasher and put it back. <laughs> Which I know how disgusting that sounds, but that dishwasher is hot. Like, it oh, was yeah. sanitary. But at the same time, I'm well aware of the thought of, like, I definitely puked in that. Like, I would see it, and I'd be like, I puked in that bus tub. 
<laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> uh, it was like the the first time I ever lived alone. Uh, thinking, you know what? I own that sink. I I bet you I could piss in that. I could piss in that sink. Like that's mine. I could do that. No one's gonna tell me I can't. I never did, which I feel slightly disappointed in myself in. But I think I might have just you might have just like made me snap into a dream that I recently had about peeing in a sink. <laughs> do you want to talk about your dream on the podcast? I th- that's all. I I don't know if that's. I just had a snippet right there. Mm. Yeah, I had another ultrasound this week too. Okay. This one was way longer and more awkward. I told mm-hmm. you my other one was awkward. Yeah. So this one was way longer. Uh, and the the attractive 20-year-old woman that did it decided to, like, rest her wrist on my genitals pretty much the entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, again, the same thing as before. Super clinical, not sexual in the slightest. Yeah. But the paranoia of me thinking about it. It's the same thing with my spontaneous Tourette's I'm scared of. Mm-hmm. So I'm just scared I'm going to get get an erection. Uh, and I, so I'm laying there, and it lasted a solid half hour probably. And there, there's recessed lights, and they're dimmed, but still I'm laying there staring up at them. That's not comfortable, right? Yeah. So I decided to close my eyes, and very quickly I realized that's the wrong thing to do because it's more comfortable, but then you also lose that clinical setting necessarily. Mm-hmm. So there was a scare there for just a second where I <laughs> – this is like the Seinfeld episode where George is getting a massage from a guy and he's like, I think it might have moved. Like, that's, I was just so paranoid that like I was scared that like once I once I opened the door to that process, that there wasn't going to be any going back. Yeah. So I just stared at the lights and made sure that I was made sure everything was as clinical as possible. Yeah. Uh, I had to have an ultrasound. I get an ultrasound on my legs like I was like 18, 19, something like that. And so like still, you know virginal justin getting ultrasound because they thought i had blood clots turned out i didn't luckily uh but yeah so like she was all up in there like back of the hand back of the wrist like all up in there and i was super proud of me for not popping a boner mm-hmm. and then like basically as soon as it was over she left the room it's just like boom rock hard <laughs> like Okay, we can do it now. It's like, oh, okay, all right then. You're impressed with it. It isn't a cop. Like, yeah. I, I feel like it's ha- it's absolutely had to have happened. Oh, did, yeah. But it does not mean that I like, want to be p- yeah. part of that. Exactly. Yes. Like it's it's you know, she probably wouldn't judge you. You're you're she's definitely going to gossip about you for sure. But she, you know, it happens. It's, but, it's fine. But I was trying, like, I was so scared. That's all I could think about. I was trying to figure out what my reaction was going to be. Like, mm-hmm. if I felt it starting to go, do I tell her to hold on? <laughs> Not to it. I mean, just stop. My, my my move, my move was going to be that I was going to tell her I needed to move my leg and and pause for a second, which she probably would have seen through, but probably would have appreciated more than me boning her hand, right? Yeah. So. Luckily, I didn't come to that. No pun intended. Do uh, you want to talk about Jugface? Okay, let's talk about Jugface. What's the synopsis for Jugface? Uh, Jugface is about a backwoods group of people who worship a hole in the ground. Uh, can I give a different view of this movie? Sure. So this uh, is 
a story about two loving parents who only have the best intentions for their daughter. And she is a rebellious teenager and doesn't listen to what they tell her to do and fucks everything up and realizes she should have just listened to her parents the whole time. And died. <laughs> and died. <laughs> it's true, right? Like, yeah. that's actually the point of the movie. Mm-hmm. Good. What did you think about Jugface? Uh, I still don't know. Okay. Like... The whole time I'm thinking, is this good or is this bad? I can't tell because there are several actors who can't act, but there are several actors who are good. Mm-hmm. And the story's small and weird and fucked up, but also like barely there it's like all it's like all world building and like not a lot actually happens i don't know if i agree with that but i can respect that uh so i really i really really like chug face there's one thing that i have an issue with that uh we can get into uh more later but as far as like the world Mm -hmm. that it is i love it like i want more of these like backwoods movies like i even i've never i don't think i've ever done this for the podcast before but i asked like another uh horror aficionado facebook group i was like give me some good backwoods horror movies thing and everybody i said like jug face or pumpkin head because like pumpkin head's a horror I, i'm sorry it's a monster movie yeah but they feel like they're the same world you know, like that backwoods religion type thing mm-hmm. uh and everybody was just throwing out like these hillbilly slashers and that's not the same thing to me a hillbilly slasher is totally different than jug face yeah this isn't going to mean a lot to the audience but to you like i feel like this is a monthly song sure yeah come to life right like yeah. that's like i want more of that genre uh and that's why i think i like it so much is because it's so unique with that backwoods take on a a, a spooky story yeah dive in sure um Starts off with really cool credits. I really enjoyed the like weird chalk crayon drawing, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, credits they were cool. It reminded me of uh, the sixteen horsepower uh, music video. Yeah, that's two references right there for music <laughs> nobody but you and I listen to. <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, and then we get a little big dose of incest. Yeah, immediately right off the bat. Uh, so I watched your DVD mm-hmm. and. So it's, yeah, it starts off with a woman running through the woods, then she ducks behind a tree, and guy, like, runs past her, and then uh, eventually, like, catches up to her, tackles her, and he's like, come on, I'm hard, whatever. And then the DVD skipped to 12 minutes into the movie. (laughs) And I was like, uh... We didn't know how far it skipped at first, mm-hmm. and so I was like, well, maybe it won't do anything. How far did we skip? And then realized it skipped 10 minutes ahead, mm-hmm. and it's like, I should go back. And yeah, so basically- It's the equivalent of a VHS getting worn out over the duty spots. <laughs> yes. So here, I don't know what you did to this DVD- <coughs> But Can I was you able- out a DVD by watching the nudie parts over and over, like Weekend at Bernie's. I mean, it's a laser, so the laser has to like etch away something, right? Okay. Or maybe like it's the nudie bits where you always like start rocking the DVD and 
then it scratches on that I area. D- I sit the I sit on the DVD when I mm-hmm. masturbate. Yeah. I sit on the DVD player. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I couldn't go back any further, but where the f- the furthest place I could go back was right when she starts taking off her shirt mm-hmm. and they're fucking against that tree. I think that you didn't miss anything. I yeah, think I didn't. Just... I didn't think I missed anything of substance. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. But like that's that's where it skipped. That's awesome. Yeah. I have no comment to make on that. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I've, how long? How many times would I have to rewatch a scene in order for that to wear down? Like, even if your theory's correct, uh-huh. how many times? Like that? I feel like that's probably ten, a lot. Tens of thousands of times having to watch that scene over and over, <laughs> or just once and like really going at it and like ah, oh, kick the DVD player <laughs> yeah. off the dresser or something. Yeah, like I really push that laser into it. <laughs> Like it's it's spinning and then you're like meh and your reflexively your leg kicks up and it flies into the air. Pretty confident that's not how any of that works. Uh, but yeah, so it's a brother and sister getting it on. Yeah. Um, and simultaneously, this is cut uh, in with uh, hillbilly man is mm-hmm. is making a jug face, which mm-hmm. is a a jug with a face with on a it. face on it, uh, and he's he's molding it out of clay and he puts it in the kiln. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then later she discovers she does discover it after she's been told that she's getting married yes she's told she's getting married this happens by contract in this community right mm-hmm. um that that's that, signed uh, in blood it's signed in blood and she's getting married to uh husky brody <laughs> bodie 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 who's husky mick uh tucked in shirt <laughs> Yeah, so she grabs the the jug face. Uh, wouldn't that be very hot? I it's no, like in I the mean, fire? It, no, it's cooled at this point. That's the whole point. Hmm. Is that it has sat and cooled because uh, Dwight says that he leaves it sit overnight and he goes to look for it later and can't find it also, because it came out painted. Was it painted? Their faces that are their parts that are black and parts that are like copper. Okay. So there's gotta be different colors of clay, right? I don't. I don't think that's how you do that. I, d- I don't know. I've, it's been a while since I did that, like third know. grade. Uh, yeah. But she finds that the the jug is her face, and she hides the jug. Yes. Uh, after she uh, can we back up for just a second? Did sure. you realize who her father was? Her father's Larry he, Fessenden, who we've talked about a lot on the podcast. I recognize the okay. So when they rolled the credits, I recognized the name. Mm-hmm. When we saw him, I, I recognized him. But, like, again, between being, like, throwy-uppy and being fascinated by the movie, by how much I didn't know my feelings about it the mm-hmm. entire time, yeah. uh, I never looked on IMDb. Yeah, so, so that's Larry Fessenden. As you remember, he's kind of like a, one of the indie horror uh godfathers right um of these type of movies i don't mean necessarily backwoods but i mean small quiet horror Mm -hmm. is really his niche and what he he uh kind of takes under his wing and what he's done himself okay um like he had the cameo in your next he was in hypothermia he was the annoying dad that dealt with michael rooker Sure, we've okay. seen him other times, but he has a lot of cameos and, and things, and this is one of his bigger roles. But I think he's amazing. I loved him in this. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. 
He was uh, one of the good ones. Yeah, I don't. His know. friend, not so much. His friend. Oh, the other, the other dad. Yeah, the other dad. Yeah, I could see that a little bit, but I think he was kind of. He's just angry dad. Was who he was. Yeah. Um. So she decides she's got this jug face. She hides it. She doesn't really want to get married, right? She knows what's coming. So, what does she have to do? She fakes her period, right? So she goes and yes. gets some paint from Dwight's little thing, puts it in her undies because she knows this is what's coming. This is one of the the big facets of you're going to get married is you got to be pure and untainted. Mm-hmm. You have to be a virgin. Yeah. Uh, so her mama says she's going to check her, and she sees that she's had her period. Well, yeah. Yeah, she goes up and she says uh, that she had it, and then she's like, "It's that's a little late, isn't it? And so you get like the first ideas of what's happening. Yeah. Uh, she takes a pregnancy test and finds out she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And you know who the father is because it ain't going to be good. No. It ain't. Uh, <laughs> um, so we, she's hidden this. She's had uh, she's pregnant with her brother's child. And this is the first moment that I get. Th- this is where the issue that I have with the film mm-hmm. is the ghost. Yeah. The bad CGI ghost. Yes. Bad CGI smoke ghost. I'm not a fan of the ghost. Yeah. I feel like I love everything else. I could live without the ghost. Like why he didn't even need to be there. Well, I mean, we find out the ghost story and everything, but I don't think it needed to be there. Do we? We do. Like he just said, he was poisoned because her grandpa hit a jug face. Yes. So he is a victim of the grandfather who didn't step up. So we we we, we need to keep going here and then we'll come back to the ghost, okay? Okay. So uh, she uh, is out with her future sister-in-law, right? Mm-hmm. Her will-be future sister or her will-be sister-in-law and her sister-in-law gets torn to pieces. Yeah. Just f- decimated. There's chunks. You're like, what the fuck? Is there a bear? Wolf? Something tore this bitch apart. Yeah. Right? Uh, and they do their, they blow into a horn and get everybody around. And they mm-hmm. realize what they need to do is they need to make a sacrifice to the pit. Yeah. What's the pit? It's a hole in the ground. It's some, a pit. <laughs> some gross water at the bottom. Yeah. Um, so they asked Dwight. It's not even like, that big of a hole. No, it's not. It's super unimpressive. And I love that it's unimpressive. It's not like this huge, it's not like it goes down to hell, right? Yeah. It's it's a it's six not a foot. Quarry. No, it's a six foot deep by 10 foot wide hole with some mud and water. Yeah. And I love how, how uh, trivial it is. Yeah. And that's what they worship. That's their God or or the keeper or whatever their however they structure their religion, right? Mm-hmm. So they're all confused about why this girl's sister-in-law is going to why she got killed and they asked Dwight what's going on. Dwy. Dwy, I'm sorry. You're right. All these names are weird. Yes. Which I do love. Jacoby. Yes. Dwy. Dwy. Uh so they he says I haven't been told to make a face and you're like I don't understand really what's going on here, but you're a fucking liar because you made one. Well, he what he said, yeah, he says that. Oh yeah, he, he doesn't. He yes. doesn't know. He just wakes up, feels kind of funny, and then there's always one in the kiln. 
And the other day he felt kind of funny, but there was nothing in the kiln. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so he ends up making one kind of by bullshit because he knows he fucked up, right? Well, he he gets super drunk and just tries to focus on a face. Yes. Uh, but it's a bullshit one, right? This wasn't Apparently. the pit. The pit didn't give him this face. Right. He pulls a face out of his ass and it turns out it's her would be husband. Yeah. And they all in the same ceremony, right? So you think they're going to be told, hey, you've been selected by the pit. We'll see you in a week. No, it's immediate that this guy's family is like, all right, put your head on that stump and die. Sacrifice yourself for this pit. Mm-hmm. Mother's on board with it. A little upset, but she's on board. Father's on board with it. Dude doesn't fight at all. He we- he weeps a little. Yeah. But he knows that that's his duty. He needs to sacrifice himself to the pit for the good of the community and to keep the pit happy. I mean, the pit heals them, apparently. Yeah. They never get sick. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, got to do what you got to do. That's my final uh, note that I have for this movie is I am not a religious person in the slightest. I would worship the pit. The pit has identified itself as real. Mm-hmm. It has given me reason to believe in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it benefits me to believe in it. Yeah. I would worship the pit. <laughs> like, I don't believe in Jesus. <laughs> I would worship that hole in the ground. Yeah. Uh, because that hole in the ground exists <laughs> and does things. And really murders people. <laughs> and really murders people. Uh, yeah, not even a joke. Like, if you could give me some visceral p- proof like that, I'd buy into it. Would you worship the pit? Uh, I mean, if I had a backwoods education, I guess, yeah. Even if you had a full-fledged education? Me, now, put in that situation, I would probably think that, that was it was somebody murdering somebody, murdering the people. What if you watched the guy go into the pit and then disintegrate like he was? it was filled with Drano? I don't know. What if you maybe there's got, some lie in there? What if you got into the pit and were healed? Your nose stopped bleeding as soon as you got in. <laughs> <laughs> Your tummy stopped crumb, rumbling. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, see, I I had this conversation the other day where, uh, it's kind of a catch twenty two. Like, because I'm a methodological naturalist, like my. My thinking on the thing is if God came to me and said, I am real, my instinct wouldn't be to believe it. My instinct would be that, oh, my my mind is fucked up. I get it. I'm probably crazy. You're correct. I'm saying after you're presented with all of the evidence that's presented in the film, mm-hmm. you're left with no other choice but to realize this pit is real. So let me... Let, I- I still think I would probably still think that there's a natural explanation until the pit ate you. (laughs) Then I wouldn't care because I'd be dead. (laughs) And wherever people that don't believe in the pit go is where you would be. Yep. Good. Uh, Shunned. Shunned. Shunned the non-believer. Shunned. Shunned. So her mom, Tester, finds out she's not a virgin and she fucking tortures her. She put cigarettes out on her. She like cut she her put knuckles. the cigarette on her before she found out. She put her cigarette on her because she wanted her to spread her legs more. And then she cuts off her knuckles because she wouldn't say who it was. The father. Yeah. Because it's her brother. Yeah. 
uh, and her parents are pissed. Yeah. Pissed. When they find out it's her brother? Yeah. Yeah, that's like... It's uh, later. Way back in the... Yes. After he gets Drano'd. Yes. Because <laughs> he, he, he wanted to get healed, right? Yes. So he went into the pit. We're way out of chron- chronological order. I don't even care anymore. Okay, so events. What does it matter? Uh, <laughs> they find a, another jug face that was made a few weeks ago that Dwight never revealed, and it's just... It's a baby. And he was like, "There, there's no babies." No, I'm so. I must have been drunk. I'm yeah, crazy. I don't. I don't know why this got made. <coughs> uh, her and Dewey steal away into town, and are uh, brought back uh, and yep, whipped because they're trying to run away because yes. her brother is killed trying to heal himself, and she gets outed that she's pregnant with her brother's baby. Right. Uh, it has my favorite. When she line comes in, back, it has my favorite line in the movie here, like when they're holed up trying to hide it uh she's trying to be a smart ass to dwight and she's like unless you got a big stack of money hidden somewhere and he pauses for a second like he's really thinking and he lives in a shack by the way mm-hmm. and he's like no i don't <laughs> like like he was like wait a minute am i a millionaire no i don't no. I, i'm good i don't know i liked him a lot yeah i, I think he he's awesome. the best character in this movie yes i yes i loved him yeah he was awesome uh good so uh they whip them, and then she has a miscarriage, mm-hmm. and that's when she reveals that the dad was uh, the the brother, and then they're both chained up, and then the sh- the ghost is going to rescue her, but then she's like, eh, I'm good. Don't, don't rescue me. I'm just going to die. And then they kill her. They do. At one point, they're, they're uh, going to sacrifice Dwight to the pit because he fucked up. Well, and, they're, they're going to leave him to die, so yes. he, he's, that's them shunning him. Yes. And I love it because Dwy is taunting the pit. He's like, come on, you mean old pit. Just yeah. do it. Get pit. Come on. He's like trying to come up with a way to insult the pit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, I'm scared of you, you old pit. I used to be, but I ain't no mo. <laughs> uh, so so the, the ghost, okay? So I think the ghost is totally explained why he exists. He was killed... Because her grandfather didn't step up to the plate and take the sacrifice he was supposed to. So he was poisoned by the pit? Or he was poisoned by the people? Uh, I think he was poisoned by the pit. I don't think it was literally poisoned. I think the, the pit killed him. And thus he has to roam the woods the same way because he said that girl, her friend, her would-be sister-in-law, was going to be forced to roam the woods because and why was going to be forced to because she didn't step up to the plate so yeah. i think what happens is if you if the chosen jug face doesn't sacrifice themselves uh then there's a time span when those that are killed by the pit don't get to go to wherever their resting place is yeah. um, and that's what i love is that they don't necessarily spoon feed you and i i feel like the concept of everything is solid there i think it's really the, the effects they couldn't afford to do something better with this ghost is really what hampers it. And I try not to let it because it's obviously made for no money, which I mm-hmm. love the charm of that because they literally they got a group of actors together. They found uh, a shitty Kentucky <laughs> neighborhood, yeah. uh, not even a neighborhood. They found a woods that they hauled old trailers and stuff into mm-hmm. uh, and they dug a hole in the ground and made a pretty cool little indie movie. Yeah. What are your issues with the movie? I don't know that I have issues. I I want to ask you something. Like, uh, so what? What does the final shot mean? 
So at the end, Dwight takes the jug face back into his pottery barn. Yep. And sits down. And then the camera zooms out, like focusing on him. Mm-hmm. I uh, couldn't tell if he like smirked. Looked like he might have. I don't know. I think, but I just took it as the cycle is going to keep going. This is always this is always the pit's always been there. The pit's always going to be there. And he said, <clears throat> somebody at one point said, like, "What are we going to do without Dwight?" And he's like, "We'll get a new Potter." Yeah. So I think that was just this was her story. Every three months, six months, year, five years, whatever the rotation is that we get a new jug face. Yeah. It's just going to keep happening. So I think the point of that was is, is you get this part of this, the whole story. You just got this little, that's her story. That's not the pit story at all. The mm-hmm. pit's going to keep going, uh, rinse and repeat because it's going to keep happening. Okay. That was my thought. I didn't see a smirk, but now I wonder. I don't know. I don't think Dwight was smart enough to smirk about anything. Or was he? If he's smirking, then that means he's probably not uh, what he says he is. Sure. Also, part of me, I don't know, like, uh, uh, it's probably the atheist in me, but part of me wishes like it wasn't so explicit that the pit is real. Like, I feel like it would have been better had that never been explained. See, I disagree. Because then, like, just to tell you why, I think. No, it's because then they could just be, like, back folk folk people, like, killing each other just for a belief that isn't real. Or a belief that may or may not be real, but we don't know, and they're killing people. They're definitely killing people. Sure. I think that could be an interesting movie too, but I think that's more of uh, uh, this is more of a drama about this girl. And I really, like I said, it is a joke before, but it's about her like owning up to what her, what fate has dealt her, what her hand in life is. Mm -hmm. She is, should have sacrificed herself and her child to the pit immediately. And that's what the story is about. The story isn't necessarily about the pit. The story is about her, uh, and her journey in context dealing with the pit and her obligations being a member of this community. Um, I like the matter of factness that this pit is real within the community. There's no, nobody's ever the non-believer. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever takes any convincing. It just is. That's the default setting in the movie. You know, Superman can fly. That's what you're, that's what you're giving up when you watch that this the pit is real immediately you assume that that's what's happening yeah um so yeah i think you could make a cool movie like that i think they chose to make a cool movie like this i feel like there's a ton of stuff that they could do in this world but i again it might just be me wanting more backwards things uh also on this dvd is a short film did you watch that no oh because that's weird yeah it's called the organ grinder Okay. Uh, it's by the same director. And the only reason yeah. I know that is because I was like, I like Jugface a lot. What else has he done? It was like a short film and maybe two short films in this. So now I kind of want to watch The Organ Writer. Okay. It's weird. Don't spoil it for me. Will I, will I like it? I don't know. Hmm. I feel the same way about it that I liked uh, about Jugface. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I 
probably know a little that I like the jug face a little bit more than the short. Yeah. So I don't know. But both of them leave me going. I have so many feelings and also none at all. So what? Are, so other than so you said you wanted a little bit more ambiguity. I, that's, I mean, sure. I feel like it would have been a better movie with that. Okay, uh, but you were, as for what it is, like I still, I still don't know because it had all these things that I feel like were going for it, and all these things that were going against it. So what are the so other things against it? Together. What are the other things against it other than uh, the the father in law? I mean, there were. I thought there were several people. I thought the the mom wasn't a very good actor. Okay, um, and it would, those. It was just a lot of moments where like. Because Dwy and the dad and, for the most part, her were such good actors. And then you get somebody like, uh, you know, like a real small part like the uh, shop owner. And, like, they can't act. It, like, takes you out. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, that's right. I'm watching a no-budget film. That's fair. So, I don't know. That's fair. Uh... I want to see more from this guy. Can sure, we agree yeah. on that? Yeah, I really wish that uh, we could see more. And I want to see more Backwoods stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean hillbilly slashers. <laughs> I don't. Facebook groups didn't help me at all on that one. Bummer. Yeah. Um, I saw a video this week, last week, the week before. I saw a video someday. Uh, it was right <laughs> after the Super Bowl. So... So anytime in the last four weeks. Yes. I saw a video and it was this uh, like happy, um, make you smile, make you feel good video. And this dude went up to four or five, six homeless people on the street and he gave them all a jersey and he took them to this big party and fed them and they all hung out and watched the Super Bowl as bros, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, a video like, hey, these are just regular guys that are down on their luck they love having a beer and eating pizza and the wings with the guys right Mm -hmm. and it was just some 30 year old dude that did that right and i've seen other ones where like they did that with amazon where they like ask the people hey do you need anything or whatever yeah and they have amazon a courier deliver it to them Mm -hmm. and here's my thing and i'm usually not cynical with these things at all but especially the one with the party for the super bowl Mm -hmm. i have to ask this question i don't know the answer i'm torn is are they using homeless people as props like those individual people are are happy that they got to do that they're happy that they got to have a meal. They had a good time, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. But this isn't somebody just doing this because it's a good thing to do. Right. They're making a video of it and putting it on YouTube, mm-hmm. and I imagine monetizing it. Yeah. But does that inspire other people to do it is probably going to be their argument, right? But I sure. also feel like they're using these people as props, and I'm torn. Like, it's hard to see people's motivation. They could have it both ways. They could make some money off of it and do something good. But I'm t- I'm torn on this thing. So talk talk to me about this. Okay, so let's. I think the Amazon one is a is a better example, maybe for my argument. Is yes, they're filming it, and yes, they're probably making money on the video. But at the end of the day, those homeless people are getting those things. You're right, right. and that's what I said. That so that they is do an thing. actual good. Yes. Uh, 
the Super Bowl one may be slightly more exploitative, right? Yes. Maybe a little bit. Uh, then you have the thing uh, when this is another Super Bowl related thing. Super Bowl and homeless people turns out they go to a lot, go together a lot. When the Super Bowl was in Dallas, we are. Company, this is going to be the most popular episode ever because we're talking about the Super Bowl. <laughs> we're just going to he- see a huge spike, and like twelve people are going to listen to this episode. <laughs> hey, well, you knock on me when I bash it, <laughs> then you're true. like twelve. <laughs> like that's my shtick man stay away uh yeah so when the super bowl was in dallas a few years ago uh, a company paid homeless people to wear around their necks uh a wi-fi hotspot and so they were making money but they were also Definitely being used as basically an animate object. That's exactly what they were, yeah. So I think that that is a few degrees closer to completely gross. So, yeah, there is, it is a, a thick gray line. Yeah. And I can't tell you, like, I can, I can, I've seen some of those Amazon courier videos mm-hmm. and it does warm my cockles. Yes. And but at the same time, I do recognize that oh, you're doing like, if you were really doing this, you wouldn't be filming it. Mm-hmm. But I also see the point of because you are filming it, it might inspire other people to do it. Yes. But yeah, at the same time, I, don't, like, I just don't know. It's, I, I just... It's, they're using a homeless guy on the street like that's a person. Yes. And they're filming them, and they're secretly filming them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So you sound just as torn as I do about this situation. Yeah, it's not an easy answer. There was uh, a thing recently, and it was like uh, the lobbyists were paying homeless people to stand in line for them for things. Okay, yeah. And uh, like that was frustrating, too, because I think the whole crux of the story was it was like they were being paid to stand in line for the lobbyists to lobby against them receiving stuff or, (laughs) you know, like... Yeah, that's definitely Just, shitty. Yeah, I don't, I I don't. That's like getting poor people to vote for Republicans. <laughs> I like that. Good for you. Good job. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, so yeah, I was really hoping you'd have some great argument that would enlighten me to swing to one side or the other, but instead, I'll just simultaneously feel uh, really good and really dirty. It's like when I watch pornography. <laughs> There you go. It's the same, the yeah. same feeling, of like a slight euphoria, and then just like maybe shame at, mm-hmm. at having done what I just did. Good. Yeah. Did you feel any shame watching the ritual, Justin? Uh, I don't think so. No. What's our synopsis on the ritual? The ritual is about uh, four bros who go on a hike to celebrate a lost bro. Uh, and then sh- shit, shit goes down. Shit does go down. I feel like the word bro. I call my son bro, my son's bro all the time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in general, when you say bro, it has a negative context. Sure. So I don't feel like these are really bros. No. They're friends. Yeah. I, I would hang out with these guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I probably am the Charlie or whatever, the guy who tears his meniscus. Like, the wet, no, totally the wet blanket? <laughs> what? The group? The wet blanket of the yeah, group? <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> You're like, I so relate to this yeah. guy. I love him. Yeah, he's the, uh, the... I don't the, love him. He's... Yeah, he's a dick. He's the Franklin of the group. 
from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Sure. You I, I knew with? I got your reference. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Okay, sure. <laughs> you, uh, I love that you're the Franklin of the group, and you're I'm like the, I'm the wet blanket, <laughs> but I I'm uh, I will be a wet blanket, but I won't be, like be the dick. He was also the dick. He was also the dick. Uh, but we can get to him more. He he was the dick, but he, it was like it boiled over the top. It's not like he was just an asshole. Like yeah. I think that, yeah. Uh, so we start off friends go out. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them ends up getting killed. Yeah. So they're talking about what they're going to do. They're going to take a holiday together. What are they going to do? And uh, they realize that, you know, they're all older and pretty much all have wives. Mm-hmm. It, so when they all recommend like going to islands or, Drinking destinations like that was kind of the we, old we did thing. that in our twenties. We're not doing yeah. that in our thirties. It's basically the conversation they have, right? Yeah, basically, the one guy's got a big heart on that he really wants to go hiking. Mm-hmm. Let's go on the hike. Uh, everybody kind of busts Switzerland his balls. or something. Yeah, everybody wants wants to bust his balls on it. Yeah. They're not fucking going hiking. Yeah, till the guy dies in yeah. a in a robbery, and uh, they decide to go hiking. <laughs> More importantly, he. Uh, so one character wants to go, it's like a liquor store. One character wants to go in, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to go in alone, so the guy who dies follows him, mm-hmm. and uh, and he dies. He dies. And so like a lot of a lot of the rest of the movie is pe- the people like coming to terms with kind of what happened that night. Yeah, I mean they wouldn't be there if it, if that hadn't happened, right? right? If he hadn't said, "Hey, will you come in with me?" Mm-hmm. And then the guy got killed. Nothing happened to the other guy that wanted to go in. Yeah, he's on this hike, um, and that is a big a big crux of the movie. That's a lot of character motivation stuff, right? Yeah, and so my first note here is that's how you fucking start a movie. Yeah, do you like that? Yeah, yeah. I like. I, I can tell you, I solidly liked this movie. Yeah. I know how I felt about it, and I liked it. Good. I enjoyed it. Good. Definitive. It was, it was very visceral. It was very... It's not something that I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, you have to see this. But I'm gonna, it's one of those things where, like, I, it was not a waste of my time. I enjoyed it. So did you like this or Garbage Pail Kids better? <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> so uh, they're going through the, the forest. They're going on their hike. They do a little tribute to him, and Dom, uh, who's our... Our wet blanket. He hurts his knee. Yeah. On day two of the trip. Yeah. Can uh, I say when they're doing the little ritual thing? Uh, so they they have a, a, a flask, and they all take a drink of the flask. <laughs> it pours and out then forever. he pours it out. But then, like, I think everyone realizes, like, you maybe you shouldn't have, have filled this up so yes. long because they're just standing there in this moment of silence. As it's pouring out, I just loved that moment. Yeah, it was. It was, and good. they just like start giggling, yeah. like, "Yeah, this is kind of ridiculous." We all realize that, right? <laughs> but they can't say anything because it's like a solemn moment. Yeah, exactly. They're trying to go through their little thing as a goodbye, but they yeah. realize like, "Homeboy oh wouldn't have drank this much. We each took one <laughs> sip. He probably should have had a sip." Yeah. <laughs> and it was. It was. A, there's a lot of good little moments like that where mm-hmm. like you genuinely believe these four guys are friends. Like, yeah. Um, you know, even as they're busting balls and things like that, that's what you do with people that you actually care about, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I really did believe that they were friends, and they were all four individual characters. They were yeah. real people, um, and they weren't carbon copies of each other, and they weren't cliches. Correct, yeah. 
Uh, so they decide because the guy hurt his knee, uh, they are just going to go straight through the forest. Yeah, they're going to they're going to try to make a fourteen hour hike back to the lodge, an eight hour hike to back to the lodge, yep. so they can get it done in one day. So they're going to go off the trail and go through the forest. Yep. And they're just the banter between them is great. They're just busting balls and you you buy it. Yeah. Uh, the first thing that they stumble across that makes them think things might be wrong is a deer hung up in a tree. Yeah. It's gutted. Mm-hmm. It's still warm. So whatever put it up there or it's whomever. still dripping. Yeah. And whomever put it up there is got to be relatively close to this group. Mm-hmm. It's also really fucking creepy. Uh, it is. So they decide to keep going and, uh, things start to turn for the worse when it starts to rain and gets really shitty and they stumble across like a hunting lodge or something, a cabin in the middle of the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to decide they're going to break in. So they have somewhere to sleep. Yeah. Cause it's pouring down rain. Yes. And then we up the creep factor with something that I think is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. They break in, they kind of tour the place and they find a twig figure built upstairs. Yeah. And it's fucking awesome. What does this look like? Uh, it's basically a man holding antlers, but he's got no head. Yeah. So it's just decapitated the neck, and then he's got, like, fucked up crow's feet, basically. I don't think I noticed his feet. Uh, but I actually think they were, like, they might have been real feet. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. But that was awesome because they're all aware uh, they find like carvings around the the cabin too, so they all end up downstairs, and they're all aware like this is super creepy, mm-hmm. but it's also bullshit. It's just a little statue or whatever, right? Yeah. And one of the guys even offers his friends a thousand dollars to whoever goes and sleeps with it, and nobody mm-hmm. takes him up on it. Yeah, and they all know this is dumb. This is nothing that's gonna hurt me. It's mm-hmm. just a little statue, but it's fucking creepy. It's creepy as fuck. Yeah. Uh, it's it's got like antlers for hands mm-hmm. or it's holding antlers. Yeah, it's uh, like it's basically putting antlers on its head except its head isn't there. Yes. Uh and it's awesome. Yeah. They decide to go to sleep. Yes. Uh and that's when our main character wakes up. Uh and notices it's like light outside and he goes outside and he's back in the liquor store Mm -hmm. and uh he watches his friend get murdered again and then like gets uh chest stigmata (laughs) he does get chest stigmata that's a good way to put it yeah 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 uh and he wakes up with some chest stigmata still going on goes back inside and uh, wakes up his friend, like the, I like that the, the, like the leader is the douchebag, but also like the nicest guy. He's like the douchebag and the nicest guy. Like, cause that's a real person. Yeah. Like, uh, and he has just completely pissed himself. Yeah. Uh, the, the wet blanket of the group is in the corner shouting his wife's name. Yes. And they can't find Phil. What uh, the fuck is Phil? He's not even here. Nope. And they hear something upstairs Mm -hmm. and they go upstairs and Phil is worshiping at the altar of that statue. Yeah. And he is, he's more freaked out than anybody. He's he's completely naked. Yes. And in front of the statue. Yep. And looked like he was like going to slit his wrist or something. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Everybody is genuinely freaked out at this point. They're ready to get out of this woods. Yeah. Uh, so they go outside. What do they find outside? 
they found they had previously found a couple carvings, like of runes, and then there were also runes hanging up in the uh, house. And now all the trees are filled with those runes. Yeah, and there's a shitload of trees falling down. Yeah. So throughout the night, sixty trees around the cabin somehow fell down. Yeah. And all of these things have carvings all over them. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! I'm shitting my pants at this point. <laughs> yeah. If you're in that situation. But it revealed a trail. It did. They, they found, found a, trail. a trail. So they went to walk on it and they, they're fighting. Uh, I think at this point is where Dom ends up saying that he blames uh, our main character for the death of the friend. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So our main character. So Dom wants to take the trail because it's trail and trail means civilization. Uh, douchebag leader says we need to go up over that ridge. Like that's the way out. Uh, and Hutch. so Dom starts Hutch walking. Is his name. Hutch, yes, Hutch. Uh, so, but Dom just starts walking, and so they have to follow, and he has to take a break. So that's when main character uh, is like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna go run up the ridge and Luke. see Luke. I'm gonna go run up the ridge and see what's there." And he goes up there, and what's up there? Uh. The cabin. No, just more woods. Oh, we're not back to the cabin yet, are we? No. Yeah. So he's up there. He's just it's just more woods, and he yells "fuck" at the top of his lungs because yes. that's what you do. You're lost in the fucking woods, and all you found, what you thought might be less woods, is just more woods. Yes. Uh, and then he looks over and he sees something. He sees something. Something very large. Don't really know what it is. Maybe an elephant. I don't know. He fucking bolts back. Yeah. And is like, look, the, I saw something huge back there. Uh, let's not go that way. Let's try to not be anywhere near that thing. And Dom thinks that he's just trying to scare him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, he's like, well, we wouldn't be in the situation if it wasn't for you. And then Dom throws it back in his face. We wouldn't be in the situation if it wasn't for you. Mm. What and situation yeah. is that? Being on this fucking hike because you got our friend killed yeah. you piece of shit for needing to go into that liquor store and for not saving him why wasn't it you that got killed mm-hmm. super douchebaggy thing to say yeah also a thing super probably real exactly also a thing probably a lot of people would feel like yeah. even you know there's an accident and you're driving and something happens to marianne her mom's going to blame you at some part of her head. Yeah. She's never going to say that to you. All, yeah. Also, like, he feels terrible because he was a coward. Yes. Because he, he, like, felt like he was going to have this hero moment and then just watched his friend get killed. So he feels this cowardice. So he's probably never told them what happened. Mm-hmm. And that's when Dom's like, not, he's like, not a drop of blood. He's like, what? Excuse me? There wasn't a drop of blood on you. He gets his fucking skull cracked in, and there's not a drop of blood on you. It's like, yeah, that's fucking real. It's real, yeah. You would really have those emotions. Yeah. That, but that's, that, that's not something you could talk about. No, but but it's also something that would boil over in a situation like this. Exactly, when you're yeah. stressed, when things are going down, when you're... Might not even be angry at each other, yeah. but it's like when you argue about money, right? So you argue with money with your significant other. Yeah. You're actually mad at them, right? Right. But you got to take that anger out somewhere, and where is it safe to take it out? Yeah. The people that you care most about. I don't know if that's where it's safe, but sure. No, it is safe. I'm being serious. It's safe to do that because you know 
that whatever you say or do, they're going to take you back. Okay. Right? Who have you been meanest to in your life? Probably your mom. Yeah, like my mom or Marianne. Yeah, definitely. So because it's safe to do that, right? I don't know if that's because it's safe. See, I don't, I don't, I don't think safe is the right word there. I, I think it is. I don't think it's a conscious thing, hmm. but I think you know, you know that you can do that, and they're going to take you back, right? Hmm. I don't think it's conscious at all, but it's a safe place to do that. I keep saying safe over and over, yeah. um, but I do feel like that's the appropriate word. Maybe. I don't know that I've psychoanalyzed that part of my brain enough to say one way or the other. Yeah, I I, th- I really think that that's true. <clears throat> um, so they all they decide to go a different way, right? Yeah. And we get an amazing shot. Did you notice this? Did you see it? Of oh, when they're they're walking away, and then you see like a tree move. Like a whole fucking tree and maybe an elephant, right? Yeah. So they come across. They come across the other cabin. Yep. And like, they're like, "Well, that's the end of the path." Is that this other cabin? Fuck this. Yeah. And they start going up. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's hard to miss because it also comes with a, a musical cue. Yeah. But yeah, it was cool. Yep. Um. We end up. Uh, Hutch is taken. He's dragged away by something. Gone. Mm-hmm. And they find him. Where's Hutch? Uh, he's like that deer. He's strung up exactly like the deer. Yeah, dead. I can I just say like this is like the best woods of any woods movie we've watched, which have kind of been a lot because you know it's easy to shoot in the woods. Mm-hmm. These are these are the best woods. These are really good woods. That's what she said. <laughs> All right, then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's strung up. We uh, Phil just disappears, right? Yeah, later. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, he yeah, you see like he has the light, and then he just gets ripped away. Yep. Uh, so Dom and Luke are the two that's left, mm-hmm. the two that were fighting, right? And they got to le- lean on each other. They know there's something out there. They can hear it. It's taken Phil. It's killed Hutch. We don't know what's going on. Let's let's run. Let's go yeah. for it. Well, Luke found the way out. He found the top of a hill and yep. found the way out. But there were some weird uh, lights. Yeah, and it turns out those are stumps them. that have been turned into like lanterns mm-hmm. uh, that they use. That's like a that's a that's a Nordic or Sweden Swedish thing. Is it? It's a Norwegian or Norwegian Scandinavian. That's the word I'm looking for. Norwegian means Norway. I wasn't trying to. I was trying to say like, <laughs> yeah, Scandinavian thing. Yeah. Of uh, turning logs into like uh, little flame. Yeah. Uh, and this porches. point is where we start our third act. And this is 100% like you can see it's almost like they say act one, act two, act three in this movie. Like other movies, it just kind of flows. Mm-hmm. This isn't a knock, but it's 100% like, like a setup, then building the dread, and then your climax and resolution in those exactly those three three acts right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So they end up chained up in a in a cabin. Yeah, and it's good to see Rachel Dratch still getting work. Didn't land at all. Okay, good. Is that Saturday Night Live woman? Yeah, she's very small. That was my joke. Oh, about the tiny old woman. Oh, 
Sorry. So sorry. I even had to look up to remember her name. Oh. That's how that's how I thought of that and I was like, this is so golden. I gotta make sure I remember her name. Cool. Yeah. So there's a creepy old lady mm-hmm. that's not Rachel Dratch. <laughs> uh and uh they take Dom and they torture him. Right? Oh, they beat the shit out of him. Yeah. yeah. In a room with another one of those things. The little twig men. Is it? There's a twig man there. I didn't think we saw where he was. Don't we see him get pulled upstairs and there's a twig man? Because he freaks out because he sees the twig man. Hmm. <clears throat> Maybe I glanced away down at my notes or something. Yeah, so there you end up, they, he can see outside that they're building, they're doing some shit. Don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They're getting ready for a bonfire or... <clears throat> They're Burning building man. structures of some sort. Yeah. Um, yeah. We get our huge climax here. What do you think about this climax? Okay. Well, let's go back to Dom for a second. Okay. Because I really like... Uh, so they say... So after they beat the shit out of Dom, Dom is like, uh, I never told you what I dreamed back at the cabin. He said, I dreamed that uh, I was being sacrificed to that thing and then I saw my wife Gail Uh, and so then they tie him up to the post and he's getting sacrificed Mm -hmm. and out of the woods comes Gail that's that's a sweet ending that's a sweet ending right she rescues him (laughs) is that the point yeah Women, Uh, women can be heroes too but it's not. And it's you not get Gail. a fucking awesome reveal when you just see the face of this creature. Which I don't even know if it is the face. I don't know. I don't it's it's like uh what was what is He Man's little dude? Oro or Ortho or something? Yeah, yeah. It looked like him. Yeah, just like a black blackness with two eyes. Yeah, like it's a little definitely Jawa. a face. But this creature is amazing. I love it so much. It's Yeah, when they finally show it in full uh, after he burns down the cabin. But they reveal it great, too, because it just looks like a yeah. humanoid figure at first. Right. So, like, when you first see it in the woods, like, when they're going up the ridge and there's that stinger, it, like, looks like a dude with antlers. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when it grabs... No, it doesn't look like a dude with antlers because the scale is off. It's fucking huge. Like you think the trees are moving. When I'm talking about when when it goes by behind them when they don't notice it, it looks like a dude with antlers. And then later, when they're running away before they get kidnapped, like all you see is this giant thing with antlers. Uh, and then here you get close in on, uh, basically it's it like picked him up with his tusks. I'm not so and sure. You, you, I think you might have missed a shot that I am talking about. Which one? It's way, way, way in the background. Way in the background. And it's all white between the trees. Yeah. And all you do is see like a couple of trees move and it pass in front of a tree. Yeah, and the, there's the musical sting. Yes. It's when they're climbing. When they're but that doesn't look like cabin. antlers. The scale's all off. Like it's as big as an elephant. To me, it just looked like a dude with antlers. Okay. Maybe maybe I'm looking at it 
from that far away and you're looking at it up close? I Our perspective? I don't know. Anyway, uh, go ahead. Continue describing said creature. Uh, so, like, well, all you see is, like, the little recessed little eyes or whatever, and it seems to grab him with his tusks and put him up in the tree. Uh, and then Luke freaks out, is like, fuck this, breaks his thumb to get out, uh, and is told, like, you're going to be initiated as one of us, and you're going to live forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, fuck that. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna like do some killing. Yeah. So he sneaks upstairs and finds a room full of like corpses, mummies, but they're all alive. They're alive. Yeah. And so he's like, well, cool. I'm gonna set you on fire. I'm gonna go ahead and burn these things. Yeah. Uh, you, you skipped, uh, a super cool part, which is when Gail, when the creature reveals that it's not Gale, Gale has her hands on Dom's face, mm-hmm. right? Like in a caressing his cheeks thing. Yeah. And they reveal when they pull away and it turns into uh, He-Man's buddy with the hood. Yeah. This creature has human arms and hands growing out of its ears. I don't th- I think it's too close up. Like I still thought it was a humanoid like creature at that point. Yeah. But on the at that yeah. point yes you still think it's a human a creature with human hands and things right. like that you just think like it can grow and shrink maybe or yes. something yep yep yeah but the point is is it has human hands yeah no doubt human hands mm-hmm. okay so he burns mummies yeah he, he burns the place down and uh the creature doesn't like that and it starts freaking out mm-hmm. and running towards uh the place and shows up and all the worshipers are like uh, we don't know what's happening, so cool. And he's like, well, I'm going to kill all of you. I am going to kill all of you, and what do I look like in total? When we finally get the reveal, it is like a big fucking, like a, like a skinny yak. It's a, it's a giraffe. But it doesn't have a long neck. No, no, no. It's a giraffe torso. Sure. The four legs of a giraffe. And then, like, a head like a moose, but with tusks. It's like but a... But the tusks are arms. It's like a stegosaurus <laughs> face. No, like, it's got that... Gi- it's got, like, a giant like a... windscreen forehead type sure, thing. Yeah. It's tons of surface area for a head, right? Yeah. And on the surface area include tusk... That humanoid face mm-hmm. and hands growing out of either side of the humanoid face. Right. So it doesn't actually have tusks. It just has arms. Yes. Which is super fucking creepy. And so it's busy killing people. Yes. And Luke is like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shoot that thing. Mm-hmm. Not a good idea. No. No. <laughs> Don't shoot that thing. Don't shoot that thing. You need Burt Gunner. You're, you're already 30 yards away. Yeah, you need you Burt Gunner going. if you're going to take that thing down. Burt and Reba McIntyre are going to take <laughs> that thing down. I, how did I know this was going to devoid into a Tremors reference? I love Tremors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that thing's like, oh, I don't need to kill these people. There's a thing over there that shot me. Yes. I'm going to go kill that Let's thing. Let's do it. Let me chase after this bitch so he runs through the forest 
and the forest becomes the liquor store. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it starts transitioning between the liquor store, and the liquor store's got leaves in it, and then yeah. there's lights hanging in the woods. Yeah, uh, and then he like comes face-to-face with the thing, and the thing picks him up, and it looks at him, and it sees that he's got like the stigmata, mm-hmm. and it like looks into his soul, mm-hmm. and is like, you're cool, and it sets it back down. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, maybe you're not cool, so I'm going to put my foot on your f- on your <laughs> neck. Uh, and so that's when he watches... And he says, hey, kid, and he flips him the game ball. (laughs) You, like, flipped a coin as you did that. (laughs) I don't know sports. Isn't that how you throw a ball? That's how pitchers throw, right? Yeah, exactly (laughs) it. Uh, So, like, he watches his friend die again, uh, and it's like, there's an axe there. And then the thing, like, it's like, I don't know what to do with you. And Luke's like, cool, I'm going to put this axe in your brain. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, now I know what I'm going to do with you. I'm going to fuck you shit, your shit up. I don't even know where the brain would be. Like, I feel like that humanoid face wouldn't be real. I don't know. He, Luke put the axe where he thought the brain would be. Yes. I don't, that's not where it was. If it has a brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and he takes off and finds the edge of the woods. And the thing's like, ah. And Luke's like, ah. <laughs> Just gives it the finger and strolls away yeah. with a strut. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I really liked it. Uh, it's such a gr- I love when they can come up with new creatures. Like, you know, 115 episodes, whatever we're close to in, you know that creatures and monster movies are definitely my, yeah. my favorite thing. Nothing better than coming up with a new creature, man. I love new creatures. Yeah. Like, and this is all new. This is awesome. super fucking creepy. Yes, like seeing that thing in all its glory was creepy as fuck. Yeah, didn't disappoint. It was not. They didn't show too much of it. They didn't. You know, it was exactly it, like, what it was. At wanted. one point, it stands up, like to be on its hand hind legs and like stretches out. Yeah, and like and then it like, looks it, like a like, tree more flips up. Yeah, because it, and then it looks like a tree, right? Yeah. Uh but also, like, I thought, like, because that was right after he was like, nah, man, you're cool. And I thought maybe he was just going to, like, transform into something else. Oh, yeah, I could see that. And then, like, I don't know. But I think the way that it looked, the idea is, like, you could walk right by it and just think it's a tree. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool looking. It is good. Jug face or The Ritual? The Ritual. I th- it, it, it made me want to kind of read that book, I think. I don't know if I will, but it made me want to read yeah, that book. I was not, I couldn't get into the book and I need, I need to try it again. And part of it was I've watched it, the movie before, which I try not to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I had a hard time separating the characters in the book. I need to try it again. Like, I'm, because I've read, I've read a novel by this author but mm-hmm. i've run uh, read two or three of his short story collections and i'm not one to get scared of, sh- of short stories but this guy is pretty awesome at like i've been unnerved uh nice. with some with a good short portion of his short stories so kudos to you adam neville you creeped me out and that's hard to do with short stories nonetheless so yeah definitely recommend him what's your pick uh i think jug face 
Um, it's got flaws, um, but I just I love the the world that it builds way too much. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Uh, next week. Next week. First movie. Next week, Justin. Let's get it done. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, this is one I don't know if I've talked about on the podcast, but I've definitely talked to you several times off the podcast. Like, mm-hmm. when are we going to fucking do this movie? Yeah. Here we go. Uh, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, A Quiet Place. Uh, I'm super excited to watch this, and I'm a little bummed that, like, just I never got to see it, and so like tiny bits of it have been spoiled. Like, what actually they're quiet about? Like, why they're quiet? Like, I kind of wish I didn't know that, but I still think yeah, I'm still super excited to watch it. Good, I know you have been. I feel like that's one you can't really guess about because it's been so big, it's been everywhere. Yeah, that you kind of have an idea of what you're in for, and I feel like that might be true with this next one as well second movie justin uh so i thought about doing there's like a there's like a trilogy there's like the hear no evil speak no evil see no evil and so this is the speak no evil and now the see no evil which is netflix's bird what's what's the hear no evil uh there's a movie called pontypool there's is, there's a movie called Hush or something. Yeah, there's Hush. There's Pontypool. Um, I've seen a few others. So Pont- kind of when Bird, well, kind of when Bird Box came out, like there were a rash of memes about yeah. all the different, like oh, there's something, so we can't do something, movies. Yeah, uh, Pontypool is really old. I don't know how I feel about it. Maybe we'll watch it at some point, but it's basically you turn into a zombie if you hear it. So, yeah. So, what's Bird Box? Bird Box is uh, they have to go around with like blindfolds on, mm-hmm. and that's all I know. Sandra Bullock. It's a Netflix film. Cool. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. The hype has been crazy for that too, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it's been really cool. Yeah. Speaking of hype, uh, we're here at the end of the podcast when nobody's listening anymore. <laughs> So let's have a conversation. Yes. Uh, Netflix, did you watch The Umbrella Academy? No. It is so good. I cannot recommend it more. I know you're not into like superhero stuff, but it's also just really fucking good that just happens to have like superhero people in it. It's really good. Yeah, I've heard that from other people. Uh, did you watch the Baldersnatch, uh, the Pick Your Own Adventure uh, Black uh-uh. Mirror thing? No. You act like you don't know what I'm talking about. I I am acting like I remember something vaguely, but I don't remember exactly the details. I haven't either, but it's a choose-your-own-adventure thing, which is an awesome concept. Uh, is that, on, is that about, on Netflix? It's on Netflix, and it's a Black Mirror choose-your-own-adventure. Oh. Huh. So. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we should do that a week. Like, we each choose our own adventure. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'm glad that I just... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, the hype, you, you said you've obviously seen all the hype around Bird Box. Oh, yeah, and the memes. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. So I read this book three or four years ago. Okay. Like everybody, it frustrates me because everybody's like, dude, it's quite place ripoff. It's like, this book was written <laughs> 2014. Trust me, it's not. Uh, but it's been cool because 
I've been able to watch the author like, hey, I got to, I sold my movie. Somebody's making it. Oh, turns out Sandra Bullock's in my movie. Netflix bought it. Oh, I guess it's on Netflix. Like he didn't say that, but that's what I felt like. I guess it's not going to, oh my God, it's the biggest Netflix movie ever. <laughs> Holy, and it's super cool to watch that as, as somebody that, uh, that, you know, can, can watch him progress. It's really cool. Yeah. So good for him. Also speaking of Netflix, uh, new haunting, the haunting of, uh, got announced for 2020. I did see that. And they didn't announce anything about it yeah. because nothing, I'm sure it's just been like a contract has been signed. And yes, that's it. exactly. Oh, shit. We got to write this thing now. Yeah. All right. We signed the contract. Now go make a 30 second teaser. What's it about? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Put a fucking ghost. Jesus. I do like that. They're like the haunting of and then they like start to reveal something and then it just like 2020. Figured out, bitches. Yeah, well, that was based on a book, too. And the story's done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. They'll just turn it into American Horror Story and do an anthology thing. Yeah. Kind of, I don't know, kind of like, uh, I always, I see, I always liked the original pitch for Heroes, which was, there's this universe where people got powers, and every season we're going to tell stories of different people. And they were like, uh, everyone loves Sy- everyone loves to hate Siler. Everyone loves Peter. You're not fucking. You're keeping these characters. And they're like, oh, okay. We don't know what to do now. And so they just had to tack on an ending. That's but, what happened with Halloween Four. They were like, what the fuck do we do with Halloween Three? Bring back Michael Myers. <laughs> Bring back Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Justin, what else you got for us? Come, come on, Pitt. I'm, I'm scared of you no more. That's a good one. 